Hello, and welcome to Matt and Muhammad's first podcast, which we will be naming later in the show. Uh, I am Matt. With me, as always, is Muhammad. Hi, Muhammad. Hey, I'm Muhammad Shaker. Thank you for joining us. We don't know what we're calling this show yet because we don't really have a great idea of what we're going to call it yet. But, you know, we'll, we'll tell you guys a lot of the... Uh, the ideas that have been thrown our, our way. Some of them are pretty obvious. Uh, some of them are really funny and some of them are no. Um, but just not going to, yeah, we're just not going to use those, but we'll tell you them anyway, just so if you are friends with those people on Facebook, you can message them and tell them they're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know us, we're going to give you a quick introduction. Uh, my name is Matt Wright. Uh, I have been, working in the Liberty Movement for a couple of years now. Um, I started working on Lucas Overby's congressional campaign back in uh, early of 14. Um, and then that summer I worked with uh, Lucas Overby and Bill Wolsifer and uh, I did a little bit, not a whole lot, with the Adrian Wiley for Governor campaign. Um, and I was also, I have been the treasurer, the secretary, and the vice chair of the Libertarian Party of Pinellas County. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from as far as my liberty experience goes. And I'm also, I guess, kind of new to the movement too. Um, I, I guess I've always been sort of, well... For a couple of years, I've been liberty-minded, but never actually active. Uh, I, uh, I was a Democrat, and then I became a libertarian when I got out of the Army Party, um, and uh, switched over to the Republican Party last year. I personally view political parties as tools to be used to uh, sell your philosophy, and I see a place for uh, for the Libertarian Party and the Republican Liberty Caucus, because we're pretty much the same thing. We're just in two different parties. Uh, I think both there's, there's, there's a place for both of them, uh, to belong. So I started with the young Americans for Liberty at St. Petersburg college. I was the, uh, uh, chapter president, uh, became a Florida state chair and, uh, spent some time with the, uh, the leadership Institute. And, uh, now I have, uh, taken over from, uh, Joe Jordan, the last chairman of the RLC, and I am the chairman of the RLC right now. Uh, so that's, uh, that's the extent of uh, my political ventures. Uh, I don't know everything. Uh, but who, who does? Um, yeah, so during our first show, we decided we're going to talk about a uh, uh, couple of topics uh, just to get it started. Uh, a couple of things that came up over the past week yeah. that we thought everybody might be interested in or at least have an opinion on yeah um so uh we're actually going to start out with the incident that happened at the ohio state university uh this past week um for anybody who doesn't know and i can't believe anybody listening to us wouldn't know this already uh a student at ohio state uh, ran his car into a group of people and then jumped out with a machete or a butcher knife, depending on which news article you read, and was attacking people, 
uh, I believe eight people were injured. I don't believe anybody died. No, the only person that died was the guy that actually killed the people okay, and yeah, stabbed them. He uh, was he was shot. He he was shot by the police who showed up in under a minute and, as they said, neutralized the uh, target in under another minute. So, yeah, which is still not quite. Um, that's really fast, and that's that, not normal. Right. <laughs> that's that is not normal. That's that's not normal at all. Um, that's the whole point of people like myself, and I'm sure Matt uh, would be for not having uh, gun-free zones uh, on, you know, college campuses or whatnot. If it's public, if they're public places anyways, it's probably best uh, to not have these gun-free zones because all you're doing is you're announcing to any potential criminal or murderer that everybody in this location that's following the law, which really would be anybody that's following the law, um, is disarmed and don't have their guns on them. And that happens often. I'm sure we all have friends that are, uh, you know, military or police or just people that like guns that keep their guns in their cars and out of sight if they're, uh, if they're supposed to. Uh, but they're putting themselves and everybody else in danger, in my opinion, when they do something like that. Um, right. Uh, well, yeah. Um, but it, it is interesting, the, uh, the fact that so many, I think most college campuses, if not all, uh, have become gun-free zones, which I think is just a breeding haven for people who may want to commit an act. I mean, every, yeah, every such as this one, every single act that's happened has been at a school or a movie theater or anywhere that you know it literally says no guns, right? Including military bases, which it, that one, which yes, that doesn't make any sense to me even a little bit that military bases are gun-free zones. Because when an incident does arise and somebody is there attacking, our own military personnel don't have a way to protect themselves and have to run for cover. Yeah, it's pretty oxymoronic that they're not allowed. And, and when, when I was in the Army, and this is pretty much everywhere, uh, you can have a gun. If, if you have your own place, you can, you can have a gun or not. Actually, no matter what, you can have a gun. But if you are, like me, was a private or a specialist uh, in your in your unit, you keep your gun in the armory. So like you you just you have a gun. It's just in the armory in your army in your unit. You're not using it, uh, and then you have to go through the hassle of checking it out. And then the guy that runs the armory doesn't want to check it out on Saturday when you want to go shoot it because it's Saturday. Um, <laughs> but that's 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 how like moronic it is. You know, you, you you have a gun, you can't use it, you can't have it. You're not trusted, even though we know how to use guns. I'd say better than most people, you right. know, except maybe those people in Alabama. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, when the story first broke, I was reading an article on it, and they said that in the article that I was reading, witnesses said that the car crashed into this group of people and then two people uh, jumped out, one holding a knife and then one holding a, a gun of some kind. Um, but later, I believe that that was retracted and nobody, there wasn't a second person in the car. Uh, yeah, there, there, there was no second person. And the, 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 the worst thing about this, uh, the first reports is um, and I think one of my Facebook friends even 
messaged me saying this. Maybe they also didn't know. Um, I, I would assume so, actually. Um, and that's why it's always good to not jump the gun. Uh, <laughs> active shooter. Everybody said there was an active shooter. My friend said there was an active shooter. There are articles out uh, immediately talking about guns and banning them and why we need why uh, why guns are an issue in this country. And then later on, it turns out to be a mass stabbing machete attack. Absolutely no guns. Yeah, absolutely. And it was it was very quick that uh, both uh, the radicals on both the right and the left were coming out blaming two different things. Uh, the radicals on the left were saying it was guns that were the cause of it and how they were uh, saying gun control was going to be a necessary thing. You know, more strict gun control was going to be necessary. And then the radicals on the right were blaming Islamic extremism. <laughs> um, well, there there were no guns involved, so obviously more gun control would not have aided in that situation. But Muhammad here is actually a Muslim, so we're going to talk to him about the other issue that was brought up by the radical right. Um, now, the guy was a Muslim. Yeah, yeah he's uh, from Somalia. Somalia, yeah. yeah. he's an immigrant or something. Right, and he said that he felt like he was... What, what, what did he say? He said... Judged or something? He was judged for being a Muslim. Yeah, and, and he was like, uh, I, I don't like that I'm not able to, uh, to uh, pray in, in public... Um, so he goes out and kills people. I don't know. Um, it makes, it makes no sense. I don't think, I, I don't think there is any Islamic undertones to this, no matter, really no matter what he said. I'd like to know what his character is all about, because, uh, when it comes to, uh, I've, and I think I've written about this in my article after the, uh, the Orlando, the Orlando thing, actually. Yes, that's what it was. Um, I question when somebody says, this person is a Muslim. Now, I don't think I don't think anybody is allowed to judge if somebody's a Muslim or not. If somebody's a Muslim, they say they're a Muslim. Sure, whatever. Uh, but that's really the, that's in, uh, to me that's the extent of that. Uh, now, when when you when you look at like the Orlando uh, the shooter, when you look at his his lifestyle and what what he's all been about, a lot of Muslims would not consider him to be. A, um, a, 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 a good Muslim, like an actual Muslim. He, he didn't pray. He was not drinking. He used drugs. Uh, his wife was in, did, did not enjoy living with him. Um, and there were rumors, I'm, and I'm not, again, not saying you cannot be gay and a Muslim because that is not up to any person is to judge you on. That's God, you know, whatever. Beside the point, if you look at an everyday Muslim, especially in the Middle East or Indonesia and all that, and you ask them, hey, can you be gay and Muslim? They will say, probably not. Now, is that, <laughs> is that, is that correct? I don't know. It, it, to me, I don't care. That's stuff in the Quran, and that's a whole other topic on how they should be treating their gays uh, or gay people in, in, in the Islamic world. Something completely different. But if you look at culturally how a Muslim would look at it, not exactly Islamic. Now, different points. So if you look at 9-11 attackers, same thing. Um, alcohol, um, uh, prostitutes, drugs, 
Um, and same thing with the, the attacks in Paris. Every single time, the attackers that were obviously, yes, Muslim, um, were not really acting in any Islamic manner. Like, I would expect them to read a couple chapters of the Quran or something, maybe before they go do whatever they're doing, you know, if, if it really is inspired by God. But what, you just, you threw away God and everything you did for, you're, you're about to do for God just to, I don't know, get yourself wet? <laughs> so, so, so I think the whole is their their Islam is coming after us thing is completely blown out of proportion, and it, it always is every single time. We we should deal with terrorism, sure, and and Muslim terrorists, yes. Uh, a lot of people on the on the left, a lot of my friends on the left, do us a complete disservice when they when they focus on the whole. All Muslims are peaceful and blah 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 blah, and I, because I I agree with that, but they 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 simplify it so much that I can't even defend myself anymore, and that's that's actually why a lot of the conservative minorities or libertarian minorities have a big problem with Democrats and people of the left is because you don't give us a chance to do things on our own. <laughs> we don't need to we we don't always need you to be defending us. But yeah, you're, you're doing Muslims a big disservice when you're always saying stuff like that. It's like, no, some of us think that there are bad Muslims out there because Muslims are the first victims of Islamic terror more often than not. I don't know. What's, what's, what's your opinion on that? I, I mean, I agree. It's, uh, you know, it's like they say, not all, not all Muslims are terrorists and not all terrorists are Muslims. You know, so... Yeah, for to quickly run out and blame Islamic terrorism for everything that happens in this nation is sorry. Muhammad was pointing at his watch, and since neither one of us know how to read music, and we are recording this in a music <laughs> recording thing, it is tracking us by bars, and we don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, but we can. We'll, we'll figure that out. Right. We're looking at the time now, and uh... <laughs> yeah, so we actually have no idea how long we have been going, and we actually have a couple of topics we wanted to get to, but we will just keep going and yeah. figure, figure this out as we go along. And, it is what it is, yeah. And libertarians are poor; everybody knows that, right? Yeah, we <laughs> we we work on all of our campaigns as volunteers, so <laughs> thank thank God that we can figure this stuff out on our own. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you know the, that's that's what we had to say about about the whole Muslims and uh, and gun, the gun the gun thing. Reactionaries everywhere. Don't ever listen to reactionaries, especially if they give you the their opinion as it's happening before any of the facts. Before are any, any facts, right? Yeah, you have like, to wait for the facts to come out. E- either side. If it ends up being like a Muslim terrorist, okay, cool. Like, but wait till the facts are out. And if it's a gun, cool, it's a gun. But then we can argue the other side of that. Um, but yeah, so the next, the, the next big thing that everybody has been talking about, which I think has kind of died down, but maybe not, uh, is the Trump flag burning. Yeah, the Trump tweet where he said that um, anybody who burns an American flag, uh, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but it I believe should, he be, should, should get some kind of punishment. It should be maybe lose their lose their citizenship. <laughs> And or go to jail is something, like something along those lines, which many people have been talking about that over the last few days. And uh, I was actually kind of surprised. I was talking with 
Oh, and I'm going to do a shameless plug. One, uh, we are drinking kava here, uh, <laughs> as we will be for every show. Uh, that was wonderfully donated to us by Low Tide Kava Bar in <laughs> Gulfport, Florida. But I was talking to the owner of Low Tide Kava Bar's mother, and she said she agreed with Trump on this, thinking that people who burn the flag should be punished in some way. And I found that to be exceptionally surprising. Uh, and it has actually raised a huge debate on whether burning the flag is a crime or an expression of free speech. Now, personally, I believe if, it, if I went out and I purchased the flag yep. myself, that's my flag and I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. Now, I would never personally burn an American flag because I understand everything that it stands for, but I also understand that everything it stands for mm. means I could burn it if I want to. Yep. He's actually got one in the hallway as we walked in here. Yeah, so. I've, got, I've got many of them around my house. Um, what about – what do you have – any other thought on that? I mean, to me, that just makes sense. Well, yeah, to me, it makes sense too, because you know, a, a lot of times it's uh, it's it's tough for me to say stuff like that because I actually have a lot of um, military friends still, uh, my friends on 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 my Facebook page. So when I make a post like that, a lot of them would get a you know, obviously, yeah, you'd get offended, which that's you know, that's your right. Um, but then they'd say stuff like, well. You know, our, my, I saw my, my brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters too, get buried in those. You know, I've done, I've done military funerals before when I was at Fort Bragg. You know, I get in, got in my, my, my dress greens, put on my, my jump boots, my beret, and did the rifle or whatever we did. How, you've, seen, you've seen them in movies um, or you might have seen them in real life. Um, I, respect, I respect what this country is about. And I think also that the flag implies having the right to burn the flag, especially if you buy the flag. Um, I even saw one one time where I guess there was a video one time. My, my, my friend, a Marine, posted this one. Some guy had a flag and the title was Guy Disrespects the, guy disrespects the Flag and, um, and Brave Marine Takes It Back From Him. I'm like, that's theft. Like, 100%. <laughs> Since when is theft okay? <laughs> in, in, unless he stole that flag from that Marine. Exactly. The Marine stole the flag from yeah. him. I think, I think the best way for you to, to, uh, to protest rightly, I guess, in the other direction is to put up as many American flags as you can. A lot of, uh, a lot of students do this. There's a group called Young Americans for Freedom. And other groups do it too. Or like... On 9-11, they'll go up and they'll plant... The flags uh, in the front there, yeah. Yeah, well, they'll plant, like, those mini flags, yeah, 3,000 of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that's a cool way to, to show your patriotism, if that's what you're into. There was a group uh, where I grew up, just outside of D.C., um, that on every flag day, they would go around and they would just line the streets oh. with the little flags. Yeah. And yeah. I always knew that on that day, my front yard was going to have a ton of flags in it. <laughs> And when I became old enough to mow the lawn, I always hated that week because I had to go in and pull out like a hundred tiny little flags before I would mow because my mower wouldn't go over them. Oh my God. That's kind of funny. <laughs> my, his, his mower 
couldn't go over the flags. No, my lawnmower <laughs> would not go over those flags. And I'm certain that my dad had told me at some point it was illegal to destroy one. Uh, from, so, oh, your dad, definitely. So, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know my father, as Muhammad does, he, he is very conservative. I, yeah. he, he calls me an anarchist, which I am definitely... He's not, not I am. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad, the Republican, is much more of an anarchist than I am, the Libertarian. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Right. But yeah, yeah, um, it's it, it really does make no sense, and it shouldn't hurt your feelings if you see it either. When I see stuff like that, I laugh, and I hate I hate nationalism with a passion. I'm not talking your your uh, bread and butter, you know, you know. Regular fat like fascism nationalism. I'm talking. About, I'm talking just regular nationalism. I think it's to me it's disgusting. It gets out of control, and people just start seeing themselves in a better light than everybody else, better than people in other countries. Not realizing that a lot of the people that are here today that are American citizens came from a lot of these other countries. Uh, so it, it makes no sense to put so much pride in uh, what in in, in the, the where you where your your uh, passport comes from right which is really what it is you know right just because just because we happen to have been born in the 48 well I happen to have been born in the 48 um, doesn't mean that you know I am any better than Muhammad who was not born in the 48 um, I'm just luckier. And that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a luck situation essentially on whether or not you were lucky enough to be born in whatever country. So taking an excessive amount of taking pride in your nation, I don't really have a problem with. No, of course not. But it can be taken to excess. It can definitely be taken to excess. Um, yeah, well, that's that's when you get like that is that is how fascism grows. That's how that's how this this uh, the, these uh, racist type and other types of nationalist movements grow. When you when you stoke this nationalism so much by forcing everybody to you know pray to the flag, you know you're you're praying to the flag. Everyone's like, ah, oh, America. I'm proud of what Americans have done. You know. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think of it as America has done anything, and I don't, I don't look at it either as Americans have done the things. I look at it. There's a lot of great Americans that have done a lot of awesome things, because there are. Trust me, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dumbasses in this country. There are a lot <laughs> of dumbasses in this country, and there are a lot of Americans who have done awful things. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of lazy people, but there's a lot of good ones. Right. So I, I, I respect and I'm proud of a lot of these other Americans that have done a lot of these things, but I'm not going to attribute that to the rest of the country. I, I wouldn't want anybody else's bad deeds associated with myself. And I wouldn't want, honestly, you know, I don't want anybody else's, um, apologies. I don't want my good deeds and good works to be associated with anybody else that has not actually, um, I don't know, provided anything or done anything to get there. Um, and I don't think that driving on roads paid by the taxpayer supposedly is you contributing. Because right. to... <laughs> <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that argument before. <laughs> They're like, well, they, they drive on the roads. I'm like, oh my God, the roads. 
It, it always comes back to roads whenever they're talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is about the roads. Everything's about the roads. We, we just don't like roads. Which, speaking of roads and taxes, this was not on the agenda, but I do have to, I do have to mention it because everyone's still talking about it. And I wanted to still talk about it um, real quick. Um, and actually, a lot of my, a lot of, some of my Facebook friends did disagree with me on it, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I think it's because I'm not an asshole that people are able to disagree with me and still talk to me at the end of the day. Right. Um, <laughs> same with you. Right. Um, but like the Trump carrier thing, or and it's actually it's you know Trump talked to them, but really it was you know Indiana and Pence saying, hey, you know you can stay here and you get you get a seven million dollar tax break over the next decade, something like that. And some, not all, some of the jobs are staying. Now, the issue here is, cr- like, cronyism. Like, how are we looking at this? Um, and a lot of people have came out. Even Sarah Palin, by the way. Have you seen that? I, I had not seen Okay. That. So, like, Sarah Palin even came out and said, and, and said, Donald Trump, this is cronyism. You shouldn't do this. And everybody's like, what the? What happened? Like, give me back the Sarah Palin I know. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. She's... In my opinion, she's still wrong. And I, that's just me. I, I, I look at subsidies and, and cronyism. I look, I look at subsidies as straight up my money, which happens. It happens with the corn industry, happens with sugar and a couple other ones. My money going to somebody else's firm, that is a subsidy. That's cronyism. That business needs to, uh, needs to compete on its own against everybody else on the market with no help from the government. No matter who it is or how many people work for it, that's that's that. That's simple. We all agree with that definition. That is a subsidy, and we all agree that companies should not get, you know, tax money to prop them up, GM, whatever, all of it. But a lot of people, and that's fine, disagree with me on, is giving them a tax break, a subsidy. I don't think it is. Um, I get I, I because I get that it looks like one since it's like hey. Stay here, and you can get the tax breaks. Um, sure, yeah, that, that can it can definitely look like that. But that's still not a that's not a subsidy, and that that's not cronyism. Because I think if we if all of us, if you're a libertarian and you're watching this, or if you're a conservative that has done this and you're watching this or listening, listening. to this, I was gonna say yeah. if they're watching yeah. this, that's Holy really crap. impressive and mildly yeah. scary. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you've posted anything about taxation being theft. And you maybe even slightly meant it just a bit, because you know, because it is. Um, 100%. You're taking my money. Yeah. Then you should, in my opinion, you should not look at that as a bad thing, because and I want and something I mentioned about that is that's really part what did you vote for Amendment Four? I voted for Amendment Four. I did vote for Amendment Four. Amendment Four is, Amendment is four. sort of a tax break. I mean, it is a tax break essentially. Uh, for those of you who aren't in Florida, uh, Amendment Four that was the Homestead one, right? No, uh, no, that was the solar one. That was, a, that was the solar one. That was the solar one. Yeah, there, the other, the other Amendment Four. Uh, I'm sorry. So four, three, and five. What was that? Yeah. So three and five were the other, one was homesteading. Right. One was homesteading, and, and the other one was, was for emergency. Right. Uh, emergency what do you call them okay so fill me on i remember i voted for amendment four but i can't remember which one it is off the top of my head i know well that's a solar one that was going to help open up the markets and everybody was for it and i was for it 
And a lot, even a lot of my liberal friends were for it for obvious reasons because they like solar. That's good. Yeah, so, you so, know, solar is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But that what Amendment Four also did was it removes the solar equipment from because how it works now is it's it, that solar equipment on your property gets added into the property base, so it gets taxed. Yeah. So what they did is they took that out. Okay. So you don't pay the taxes on that now, which is good. That's gonna I, I see it as a good thing. More people are probably gonna buy. Um, are probably going to buy solar panels and solar equipment now since it's not going to, you won't have to pay taxes on it anymore every year as an owner for property taxes. You don't have to pay uh, extra taxes when you're trying to buy uh, other people's property. So that's good. More people buying, you know, solar equipment, more money going to solar uh, companies. They're going to make better solar stuff. That's good. More people are going to be buying property, maybe a little bit cheaper now. That's good. More people build. So, you know, the free market, give it, whatever. Um, that's, that is then a subsidy if that's the way people want to look at it, because you're, you're making it easier for people to technically, I guess, give money to the, um, to the solar companies. But I don't, I I see, I, I see it as everybody, um, I mean, I see it as everybody pays too much taxes and it would be cool if, you know, from my point of view, nobody paid taxes. Um, but I'm from like intermediate steps of like, you know you know, flat and fair taxes of just, you know, get, get rid of, rid of everything and just having sales taxes. Um, that, that's, that's a lot better. You know, that it doesn't. Tennessee, uh, did is sort of like that. They don't have a uh, state income tax, but their sales tax, I believe it's either nine and a half or 10 and a half. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, they have lower property taxes there. I never owned anything there, uh, so it's yeah. tough to say. Yeah. And property tax, I just disagree with because if I'm renting it from the government, because paying taxes is yes. that's the government, yeah. I don't really agree with it. But uh, I always thought that was a good way to do it because the people who were getting you know under the table jobs, cash jobs, were paying their tax, were paying their taxes to the state, and mm. that was perfectly fine with me. Yeah, I would have been much happier with a lower rate, but. At the same time, I didn't have a state income tax that I had to deal with, yeah. which just made my life a little bit easier, and I didn't have to worry about you know, having to pay money at the end of the year yeah. that I didn't have when I was living there. Exactly, yeah. And consumption taxes are a better way to really get at the spenders in society anyways, spenders being the upper middle class and the rich. They're the ones that buy a lot of these things. And it would, a lot of poor, middle, lower, you know, middle class, lower middle class, and even down on, a lot of us don't have money to spend on a lot of things. So we're trying to save it. And we're not when, you know, a lot of people do try to save as much as possible when, when, when we're poor. Um, so that money is now going to be non-taxed. You shouldn't, because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of libertarians look at it as slavery, you know, you're you're working for the, the government a third of the time. Right. You're working. Um, and, and to me, that makes sense. And that's why I don't think that them getting a tax break is a bad thing. Um, no. My, my only thing is for the companies who hadn't left, I'd like to see them get the same tax break. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would too. And, you know, some people were like, well, I'm not uh, – some people on my post were like, I'm not going to agree with this until everybody in that sector 
you know, you hear sector, industry, state, whatever, get the same treatment. I'm like, well, so you're an anarchist then, because I've never seen you say anything like that. You just want to get rid of all the taxes? I mean, that that's that's a logical extension of that. If If one person gets it, everybody else should. And I look at it as you're probably not going to be able to do that, even though I don't want anybody paying taxes. So I'm fine with a little bit at a time, different people not paying taxes. That's... That's that's my opinion on that. Um, it, and I mean, I don't like seeing one company who's threatens to leave and of course, they, and then you know the vice president elect goes in and says, "Hey, look, please stay. Here's your tax break yeah. if you stay." And then other companies who weren't threatening to leave mm-hmm. just sitting there. You know, but then maybe that starts a conversation on. Why, why, why is anybody paying taxes, you know? Right. Somebody else was like, well, it shifts the tax burden on top of, uh, on top of everybody else. And I'm like, no, no, because if you – I had to I, – I, 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 um, I'm not going to lie. I had to look this up because I had to, whatever. Like I was like, okay, so what is uh, Indiana's uh, economy looking like? They have a small surplus. No, nowhere – I mean – way above 7 million over 10 years. So no, there, no one's going to get anything shifted to them. But okay, so what if you shifted to, you know, everybody else in the country has to pay federal taxes, uh, ignoring that it's not the same tax. Uh, they, we have such a large deficit in this country, such a large deficit that we're all paying not enough to cover what we're spending anyways. So um, I, I think... I think if you want to, you can make some kind of logical argument against me. That's fine. Um, but not if you're going to tell me, you know, it's not fair for somebody to not pay taxes. Because everybody I know, including myself, tries not to pay taxes. Right. So I'm just going to stop there. And my, my uh, I don't really know how much I want to call him out on this. But uh, I'll just refer to him as this guy from Philly I know. Who is massively, massively left. He is probably just left of Bernie Sanders. Um, He and I were talking about taxes one day and how he was saying that taxes do good and whatever. And he is a he's a self-employed guy. um, And I asked him about his taxes and he was, oh, I definitely cheat. I definitely cheat on my taxes to pay less. (laughs) And it was just so funny and hypocritical to me that he's talking about how people need to pay taxes. Uh, but when it came to his, he was, did his best to try not to pay as much. I do, th- I do think it's hypocritical when a lot of my, my, peop- my friends on left say that. Straight I, up. I, it, is, it is hypocritical, but I understand it at the no, same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, well, I understand it. Because that's the whole point. Like, we think people want to keep their money. Duh, like, I right. get that. But, uh, yeah, that's so no, I get it, but it is hypocritical when you're ac- actively arguing for them and you're just go to try not to pay for it. Well, when you go to your tax returns, you know, in a couple weeks, or do we start already? A couple weeks, right? A couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. I think. If you believe in taxation, don't take any of your money back. Let the government keep it and keep pay, pay your fair share. Right. We have a, we have a massive, we have, we have some massive debt. We have a growing we, deficit. Yeah, we have, we, we have some debt it. in this country. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. We can get out of it. <laughs> so um, yeah. Everybody just starts, you know. Yeah, it, but 
All right, so personally, instead of giving just one company a tax break, the way I see it is we have, I, I believe, we have the largest corporate tax rate in the world. Yeah, like one of them. Right, and I mean, Burger King uh, merged with... Larger than the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, yeah Burger King merged with uh, Tim Hortons up in Canada because Canada has a lower tax rate, than a, a lower corporate tax rate than us. And they moved their corporate headquarters to Canada in order to save money. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to stop these things from happening, wouldn't it just make more sense to increase jobs here at home, lower the corporate tax rate so more companies stay here or move here instead of yeah, instead of just giving one company a tax break or giving another company a subsidy, just lower the corporate tax rate. Everybody gets to stay here oh, and yeah. everybody gets yeah. to keep the... Uh, I would agree with that. Hundred percent, right. actually. It would just that just makes more sense to me than giving one company a tax break, which that's the only reason I consider it cronyism is because not every company is getting it, yeah. and it should just be an across the board uh, lower the corporate tax rate across the board from the thirty something percent that it is, yeah, and everybody can save money. I think it's thirty five. Uh, yeah, is, I was thinking thirty four, but yeah. I didn't want to say something like that. I didn't want to say definitely right off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 I guess that's going to be it for this, this, uh, this episode. Well, actually we, we do have to, uh, after naming up, it, right. Yes. We, we have to come up with the name. Yeah. So, uh, we did ask Facebook, uh, one of those posts accidentally got deleted. <laughs> um, but, uh, here are a few of the <laughs> recommendations and the people who said it. So if you are friends with any of these people, make sure that you uh, message them and make fun of them for their really terrible or <laughs> awesome names. So uh, Ryan Saxer out of Pinellas County here uh, recommended the Matt and Momo Talk Liberty Show, <laughs> which I was actually okay with it, but apparently Muhammad hates being called Momo. So if you ever call into the show... I'm going to say don't call him that. <laughs> yeah, don't call me that. But hear the sarcasm <laughs> in my voice, please. Um, Justin Yunkman, also from here, said the Mo Matt show. Hmm. And I think that's just because he wants more of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my buddy, Michael Bourne, Michael Andrew Bourne, good guy if you know him, uh, he recommended Toasted Muffins of Liberty. Which I, I was like not. Too, I was I was not totally opposed to that. I like Although, yeah. Um, Dustin Road uh, recommended two libertarians, one <laughs> talk show. Right. Um, I'm certain we, we are all freaky. Know, we are freaky, and we all know what that's in reference to. Uh, Brad Cash out of Nashville, Tennessee, wanted us to call it Butt Boys. Am I right? Cool. Um, <laughs> John nice. Kennedy out of Virginia, uh, two dope boys in a Cadillac. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God. Kevin O'Neill out of Tampa. Kevin O'Neill, yeah. Yeah. He's a Tampa. He's the Hillsborough chair yeah. of the Libertarian Party, I believe, uh, was recommending the pill of truth. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very matrixy. <laughs> Very matrixy. Uh, Jeff Conley, also from Pinellas here. Said the right shaker. Cool. Yeah. Play on our name. Right. 
Andrew Schroeder uh, said, two idiots and their podcast. And then said, just kidding, guys. You're both awesome. LOL. (laughs) Which he's right. We are. Yeah. (laughs) Both idiots and awesome. Uh, Ben Morris, who is an idiot, uh, (laughs) who also works at Low Tide. So go and say hi to him. I believe he's there tonight. Um, He says, the Matt and Mo party show. Uh, Paul Stanton, who ran for Senate here in uh, Florida, uh, said Eminem Shaker Wright. Uh, yeah, my favorite one's coming up. Right, yeah. Tucker Chasm, who's also working at Low Tide tonight, uh, he was recommending naming the show You're Wrong. I, I, that's still my favorite. Right, You're Wrong. Um, and he's not talking about us, yeah. obviously. Yeah, this is Mo. Mo and Matt, and right. here's why you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. I don't know. I mean, right. we think you're wrong. If, if we disagree with you, we probably think you're wrong. That's, right. that's just honestly it. Right. <laughs> uh, Victor Kelly said, a writer and a soldier walk into a bar, but that could be a little convoluted since, I mean, I do have a published book, and he was in the Army, but yeah. he's also got many articles written, and I was in the Army for a short period of time as well. So, <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough to say who he was referring to on each one. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Ryan. I don't actually know Ryan's last name. I'm certain it's not Guy. No. But, it's <laughs> Welsh. Ryan Welsh. Uh, here we go again with Brahmin and Matt as they welcome you to the world of Austrian economics and airborne. Which I like. It's just a little wordy yeah, for me. A little on the wordy. Take up half the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay Curtisaurus, uh, from Virginia recommended Christmas pickle. Cameron Decker, the Michael Buble of Tampa Bay. Oh my God. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> wanted us to call it the Trump podcast. We'll think about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Kami Chorus. Uh, if you know Zach, he, he's a commie. He's a commie. If People, you don't know Zach, he's a commie. Uh, he recommended The Right Liberty. A little shout out to mm-hmm. my name there. Uh, someone to nap with. I like that. I do like that. Grammatically, I believe it should be someone with whom to nap. Okay. But, you know. <laughs> uh, and Austrian M&Ms. Austrian yeah. M&Ms. Cool. Uh, my very dear friend, Casey Ryan Plot recommended Cuddle Hour. <laughs> uh the photographer, Barry Lively, also here in Pinellas County, said Ham Shaker Radio. I like that. <laughs> I do I do like Ham Shaker Radio. Uh, <laughs> Dan. Dan. Dan McCune. Uh, he was recommending Let's Talk About Roads, a eight-hour weekly podcast about how we don't need the government to build roads. Yes! And one day we may do an eight-hour show on why we don't need the government <laughs> to, to build, build roads, roads. but <laughs> we are trying to keep these as brief as possible. So uh, I don't believe that would be the correct title, or at least it would be somewhat of false advertising. Yep. <laughs> Sean Simpson uh, gave us two options. He is the owner of Low Tide. Uh, he says, shaking the right stuff. Or the right kind of shaker, both of which I kind of like. Yep. I I am a fan of both of those. 
And I'm the right kind of shaker. You guys know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the right stuff. So (laughs) it works. Um, Nick White said Eminem spelled like the rapper and he wanted the subtitle, a podcast against intellectual property, which I thought was exceptionally clever. Yep. Uh, Christine Lang, a good dear friend of mine, recommended that we just call it Chris because she's almost as narcissistic as I claim to be. (laughs) Um, Kira Gilson Mm -hmm. uh, said Eminem Freedom Works, which isn't bad. Not bad. Uh, And Dan Mackey said The Right Mo. (laughs) Okay. Which I'm not 100% sure what that is, but Mr. Mackey is a fantastic person. If you're in Manassas, Virginia, he has a bar there called Mackey's. You should go and check it out. Um, (laughs) I feel like our show is going to be very... Capitalism heavy. Oh, it's We're going to talk about all our favorite businesses. Absolutely. <laughs> we are going to talk about all of our favorite businesses yeah. and all of our favorite places to hang out. Yeah. And if I make a quote and you say, I think I've heard that before, it came from Scrubs. I'm just going to say that now. Yeah. Um, oh, Ashley Lewandowski's thing. Too. Oh, yeah. Ashley Lewandowski. She said Freedom Baywatch. Freedom Baywatch. And yeah. And then, and then we made it uh, the Freedom, the Freedom Bays from Tampa Bay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my friend Greg Bowen recommended that we call it the Muddy Waters of Freedom, to which I mm-hmm. altered that a little bit to the Muddied Waters of Freedom. Yeah, and that's what I really like. Right, I do. I do like that one a lot. The the it's it's Muddied Waters because that's one of the things we call, you know, the drink that we here in Pinellas County a lot of us drink called kava. Uh, it, it looks and kind of tastes like, like earthy mud. water. Yeah, mud. Yeah. So we just call it muddy waters. And uh, and when you drink enough of it, the feeling you get is referred to as being muddy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I am on my way to be right now. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, yeah. So muddy waters of uh, freedom, right? Muddy waters of freedom. Yeah. Because, you know, people think they're free, but they're, they're, they're really, really not. not. Right. So it's your... We might end up going with that. I don't know yet. Right. We're... Gonna uh, once we put this podcast out, we're gonna hear what you guys have to think about it. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah, if you're listening you. to this. Thank you for listening in. Right, and thank you for us. listening to the entire thing. Yeah, if you listen to all of it. That yeah. we, thank you. I feel it's, like we're ten minutes more than half an hour. We'll see once we actually. Upload this. Upload thing. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we'll do it right next time. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're we'll we'll do more practice before we just sit down and start recording. Yeah. And tell us what you think. You right. Know, please. Like, uh, was, we will be making yeah. a Facebook page soon for you all to like, and we will be uploading everything there as well as sharing it on our personal pages, and mm-hmm. I'll be putting it on Twitter and uh, other places as well. Um, if you. Uh, do you have anything else? I'm, well, if you well, if you want us to fix anything, tell us. Right. If you have any recommendations, yeah. let us know. Yeah, yeah. Especially on topics. If you want us to talk about a topic and we're able to, which we should be, talk about it, we will. Right. Just tell us in person if you're local or on Facebook. I mean, we're pretty easy to reach. Right. You can I mean, message not, me anytime. Yeah. I respond relatively quickly, yeah. unless it goes into that other folder that nobody ever looks at. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.